0: Let's go to Acts chapter number thirteen. We'll start there. But uh, tonight I want to share with you about uh, how to because well, let me back up. There's there's much in the Bible about prayer. I I really think you could preach for years about prayer. Um, It's an area of many people's Christian life that's a bit frustrating to them um, because of for different reasons. And I don't have time to get into all that tonight. But it doesn't have to be frustrating. The Word of God will wash that out of us and make us effective in prayer. Yes, amen. Remember, James talks about the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Effectual yes. means effective. Yes. There's two yes. kinds of prayer, effective prayer and unaffected yes. prayer. Yes. And there's religious praying and Bible praying. Um, John fifteen seven says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you will and it'll be done. That's effective prayer, isn't that right? Yes. Yes. But it's based on the Word of God abiding in us. Yes. Not only the word regarding the need that we have or that we're praying about, but the word regarding prayer. Amen. I don't know if you ever thought about it. We, You and I need to get the word in us regarding prayer. Yeah, yeah. We don't know how to pray just because we got saved.
1: That's
0: right. Come on. Yeah, the disciples said to Jesus, teach us to pray. And he taught them to pray. You don't know. That's basically because he didn't. Whenever they said, teach us to pray, he didn't say, well, you know, boys, I mean, you know, you know how to pray. Right. No, he didn't. He said, okay. He said, this is how you do it. He started talking Amen. to him about it. And the Bible's full of teaching on yes. prayer. Yes. Amen. Not just about what to pray for, but how to pray. It's about, it talks about all different kinds of prayer. It talks about um, like what we just shared tonight. When you stand praying, forgive. Yes. Right? It talks about hindrances to prayer. It talks about united prayers, you know, praying on your own. Um, it talks about the will of God in prayer. Yes. Uh, it talks about God. How you can know God hears you in prayer. Um, John fifteen or John uh, two, verse fourteen and fifteen. If you ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Yeah, yeah. That's how you get God to hear you. Ask according to His will. Yes, amen. <laughs> right. Yes. And so it talks about so many things that we should be uh, uh, looking at, studying concerning prayer. Um, uh, but uh, let's, let's look at, uh, and, and one thing, I'll tell you this, I want to encourage you, if you didn't get a chance to watch any of the services up in uh, Toronto, Pastor Nancy's Miracle Crusade, in the mornings, Pastor uh, Amy and, and Brother Joel Siegel were talking about approaching God in prayer, yeah. having boldness to come to the throne of grace. Uh, that's, that's teaching on prayer that we need to get a hold of, because when we come to prayer, a lot of times the devil's there with a, a big uh, condemnation stick. Yeah, yeah. To hit us and say, well, who do you think you are right, yeah. right. getting anything from God? Because right. you know, you know yourself, you know your, your, your ugly self. And <laughs> right, not that you're ugly, but the devil will try to tell you you're ugly. You know what I mean by ugly? I'm not talking about your looks. Just making sure you understand what I'm saying. But the devil will beat you up with condemnation. He'll just talk to you about your failures and yeah. reminds yeah. you of all, yeah. The, yeah. all the things you said you shouldn't have said and all the things you should have said yeah. and that you didn't yeah. say and yeah. all the times you missed your wife's anniversary and all the oh. times you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah.
1: Come on, Bill.
0: Just a lot of stuff. He'll try to bring to you. Yeah. So we need to be founded on that. And that. Those teachings, I encourage you to go listen to them up there in Toronto. But. Um, let's talk about uh, Acts chapter number 13. Look at verses 1 through 4 here. This is a, a time of prayer that they had in the early church. I mean, if we're going to pray, let's look at the early church praying. Or the early, the church in the early days. Same church as, as us. Um, but it says there was in the church that was at Antioch, so t- certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon names them. And Her- uh, uh, Saul was there, his name was changed to Paul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work run to I have called them. Then fasted and prayed, laid their hands on them, sent them away. They being sent forth with the Holy Ghost, departed, and they went on the first missionary journey. I want you to see here, here's prayer, but here's getting direction in prayer. Yes, yes. And that's what I had in my heart to talk about tonight. Praying, to, the kind of praying that gets direction. Yes,
1: that's good.
0: I need direction in the decisions I'm making. Yeah. And you need direction in the decisions you're making. And so, I want to talk about that tonight because it came on my, in my spirit, real clear. Um, so, you know, getting direction in prayer. Here, they prayed and got the mind of God concerning his plan for Barnabas and Saul. Isn't that right? God had a plan for them. And if you know anything about the Bible, that plan was, was made from the foundation of the world. But they didn't know what that plan was. They, they knew maybe part of the plan that they were walking in, but they didn't know this part of the plan. Yeah, yeah. And the Holy Ghost showed them in a time of prayer, further uh, knowledge, gave them further understanding yes. of what was in the heart and mind of yes. God for ba- P- Barnabas and Saul. Yes, amen. And, uh, and God has a plan in mind for you as yes, well, yes, come on. a good plan. Yes,
1: yeah. Remember,
0: I know the thoughts and plans I have toward you, do you good. If you're not walking in the goodness of God, find the plan. Yeah. Get, get in the plan. Get the plan. Well, you are, but how many of you know we want to continue to find yes. more, more and more parts of that plan? So, yeah. But so we're going to look at this tonight. First of all, I want to help before we go any further. I want to say you don't have to be in prayer uh, in the traditional sense, you know, on your knees, eyes closed, whatever. Uh, you know what I mean by in the traditional sense in order to get direction. You realize that I mean the the spirit of God is in you all the time to guide you, yes. and to teach you and to show you the plan and mind of God. Yes. Uh, yet, right on the other hand, there is the God, uh, or let's put it this way: this kind of praying that we're going to look at tonight does give God an opportunity to get across to us what is in His heart, Amen. because a lot of times when we go to prayer, at least if we do it correctly. We're uh, shutting down our minds yeah. and looking more to our hearts, yeah. if yeah. we know how to do this correctly. Yes, sir. Cool. And we're looking to the, to the Spirit of God within our spirits. Remember, His Spirit bears witness with our spirits. Yes. And in prayer is a good way, a good place to uh, turn off our head the busyness of our day yeah. The 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 you know all the things that we had to attend to and 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 tune those things out and and tune into the spirit of God within us Amen. to see and put you might call it put up your spiritual yes. antenna. Yes. Amen. Yeah. You know and find out what's in the heart and mind of God for your life and His plan going forward and what steps you're to take. Yes. Amen. Yes. Because how many of you know when it comes to the Christian, the Christian, the believer, uh, those that call Jesus Lord, they're not out making their plans, asking God to bless them. They're out seeking what God's plan is and walking in His plan. I'm telling you, His plan works a whole lot better. I've done my thing and I can't make, I, I've not really been able to figure out any other way to make a success out of life. Amen. I really haven't. I, I mean, I'm just. I'm just not. I'm just not that intelligent. I mean, we've all proven that. So don't look at me in the tone of voice. You're looking at me in. Many of us have proven on our own. We're pretty much a a mess. Yes, that's the truth. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about in Christ, but on our own. Figuring things out. Anybody ever invested any money? That boy, that was the wrong mistake. Okay, so I I rest my case, all right? That's just one area, one area of you in my life.
1: Come on, come on. Not to mention
0: the 7,900 other ones. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But thank God we're not without help. Thank God we're learning to look to Him, get His mind. And He's never failed a case yet. He's never created a failure yet. If we failed, we did that all on our own. Didn't need any help from God. Didn't need to pray about that decision we mes- made wrong. <laughs> we need to get off of that, right? We, we just want to look at something edifying. So um, we want to look at this prayer. Uh, the Holy Ghost lives in us 24-7. Amen. He lives. I like something Pastor Nancy said on one of her broadcasts about being led by the Spirit. She said, you know, the Holy Ghost, we're, we're the temple of the Holy Ghost. And he came to reside and to live on the inside of us. He goes with us 24-7. And she said, I believe one of the reasons so is so we can never lose him. You know, where'd my help go? Where'd my help? Where's my help? Where, well, he's right on the inside. So God just put him right on the inside so we'd never lose the Holy Ghost. Yeah, that's good. Where'd the Holy Ghost go? No. Oh, he's back there whenever we cussed. You know, that's where he was. He stopped back there, you know. No, no, he's still living on the inside of us. So, but, uh, so we want to learn, though, to look to him. And prayer is, a, there's a kind of prayer that learns to do this. Um, so, uh, the, Acts 13 is, is uh, something, I, I think we need to recognize something here. Notice it said, the Holy Ghost said. But notice the atmosphere in which he said it. Can you see there's a certain setting? It wasn't them out playing a game of golf. Now, I'm not preaching against golf. But a lot of times if you're golfing, you're not thinking about the greater one in you. And if you're not looking to the... I'm not not saying you can't, but I'm saying a lot of times you're not. Right? So, but, but see, when you're looking to the inwards, the one on the inside, the guide on the inside, then you can get the mind of God because he's always there. Remember the Bible says in Romans 8, he knows the mind of God. He, he has the mind. He has, he knows what God has in mind for the next step of your life. Isn't that good? Somebody knows. Somebody say, I don't know. Well, somebody does. Somebody does, and he's willing to talk. Yeah, yes, he is. He is ready to share. Let's go. Amen. One thing about love is love gives, and God is ready to give. Right. Amen. Ready to help. Ready to talk. Ready to guide. Ready to bail you out of the mess you got yourself in. Praise God. Amen. I'm just going to preach it like I really believe it tonight. So, but uh, since he's ready to share, this is the atmosphere. It's not necessarily that it's in prayer that he talks, but it's in prayer that you hear. Because we're tuned in. You understand what I'm talking about. So uh, the thing I want you to see here is that we need to renew our mind to the fact that God doesn't have to formulate a plan Whenever uh, uh, you go to prayer, he already has a plan before you go to prayer. It's prayer that listens better and hears better a lot of times. Now, you can learn to do this and, 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 and get, in, get in the spirit, so to speak, and get the mind of God. And what I mean in the spirit? Look more to your spirit than your mind. You know, if somebody's in the flesh, they're walking in the appetites of their flesh. Uh, yeah. Well, what does it mean to be in the spirit? You're walking out yes. of the desires of your spirit. Yes, You're looking amen. to your spirit.
1: Yes, amen.
0: So uh, when God, when, when, when you go to prayer, God's not formulating a plan. Right. Right. He made a plan yeah. from the foundation of the world. Right. Go to 1 Corinthians 2, 9. Go to 1 Corinthians 2, 9. I, I really don't have time to spend as much time on this as I wanted to. Um, now, actually, 1 Corinthians 2, 7, it says, We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world under our glory. <clears throat> before the world under our glory. Now, listen to the Williams translation, which God marked off as his plan. Plan. That's what the wisdom of God is. It's his Plan. Whether it be his plan for your life or his plan to get you out of the mess you got in, got yourself in. Right? God's got a plan. Amen. You know, the Bible said he formulated his plan for your life from the foundation of the world. That's what this verse says, which God marked off as his plan from the foundation of the world. Be, King James says, before the world. He ordained it before the world. That means before the world was founded. Yeah, yeah. So whatever need arose in your life or whatever direction you're seeking right now. Yeah. Let's, let's take the need side. Yeah. Let, if there's a need that arose in your life, that need did not catch God off guard. Oh, that's
1: right. That's right. Yes, sir.
0: That didn't surprise God.
1: Right. Come
0: on. Well, but pastor, you got to understand. I created it by my mess ups. Like I said. Yeah. <laughs> that need did not ca- catch God off guard. He didn't go, you know, because Jesus and God sitting beside up there, uh, sitting beside each other in heaven, right? Yeah, yeah. And and you come up, you you, you mess up and create a need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, oh God, I need a way out. And and God, go to Jesus. Jesus, did you know this was going to happen? <laughs> I didn't know he was going to mess up like that, my Lord. We didn't we didn't do anything to prepare for that mess up. <laughs> No. No, 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 no. God in His all-knowingness, I know that's not a word, but I'm going to use it. You know, a sign of intelligence is being able to make up words. I rest my case. But so, but that God did not have to, when you messed up, God did not have to say, okay, reroute.
1: Right. Come on.
0: No. No. The plan. Somebody said, but I messed up. What do you think the plan of redemption was all about? Right. It was for people that would mess up. And we all qualify. But he had a plan. He had a lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. Somebody said, did God know we were going to mess up? Yeah, and he had a plan to fix it all plan to fix it all. And so nothing you did, no, nothing you ever messed up in caught God by surprise where he, he, did, he didn't have a plan. No, he had the plan he, and he's, he's, he's ready for you to get his mind about what that plan is. Even if it's a way, how do I get out of this mess I made? God says, come here, come here. Let me share from, by my spirit, deposit into your spirit what you need to do right here. Before you know it, you're, you're back walking in the glory, yeah, yeah, amen. as if that thing never happened. Yeah, yeah. Amen, <laughs> amen. That's what it says. He marked it off as His plan, I'm talking about the Williams translation, did I say it was the Williams translation? Which God marked off as His plan to bring us to glory. King James says, the, be, the ordained before the world unto our glory. In other words, for us to walk in the glory. Yeah. Now, the glory doesn't mean just mean a cloud. It is the cloud. It is His manifest presence, and it can appear like a cloud. His presence is His glory. But right, if you look at the word glory very carefully in the Bible, you could also interpret it as the ultimate condition in which God created something to be. Adam sinned and lost the, it came yeah. short of the glory of God yes he lost the the yes he lost the clothing of God's glory like a cloud. you couldn't see his body before that. yes he lost that but he also lost righteousness, yeah. his authority yeah. he lost his fellowship with God yeah. and all and, and you could go on and on he lost the, the blessing he lost his yeah. divine health he lost everything yeah. and and all of that, the, the, the righteousness, yes. the blessing of God, you know, right standing with yeah. God right, and, yeah. and, and the blessing all that. All of that, fellowship with God, that is all the ultimate condition which God created you to be in. All right. All right. Yeah. And that was lust because he sinned and came short of the glory. Yes. You, you see glory, look at it that way and you will get blessed. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. That's good. Hallelujah. So, whenever you messed up, God had a plan to bring you back to the ultimate condition in which He intended your life to be, even though you messed up. And by walking out that plan, before you know it, you're back in the glory. As if that thing never happened. (laughs) So, I'm interested in God's plan. And whenever I need to know what to do, there's a way for me in prayer to go to him and find out what do I do to bring me back to where he ultimately wants me to be. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. And so um, what is the, the, the ultimate God wants us to have down here? It's days of heaven on earth. Amen. Amen. So um, the plan of redemption was, was in God's mind, set apart to restore man back to that ideal condition. And that plan is in operation right now. It's being worked. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's revealed in the Word of God. But we, we only get a hold of it to the degree that we're willing to listen to our teacher, guide, to, to our tutor, our teacher, guide us into it.) He'll he'll reveal. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. He'll reveal that plan. And so, um, Ephesians says in 2.10 in the Amplified, look carefully then how you walk, live purposefully and worthily. Uh, And, oh, excuse me, that's the wrong verse. I wrote down the wrong verse there somehow. But Ephesians 2.10 talks about taking paths which he's prepared ahead of time. Living the good life. Look at that term. ahead Ahead of time. There's been plans made. You know where the good life is? It's on those plans. Or let's put it on those paths. Paths and plans are used interchangeably there. Taking the paths that He's prepared is is to walk out His plan. That's where the good life is. That's what we hear when we come to church and hear the Word. We're hearing His plan. Whether it is the general plan for all of us written in the Scriptures, right? Or the specific plans for uh, unique plans for us, individual, of course, it's always in line with the scriptures, but but there are things the Bible doesn't cover, per se, that the Holy Ghost will fill in the blanks on, so to speak. Like what's your career supposed to be? Are you supposed to be in business, in full-time ministry? Are you supposed to live in Cedar Rapids? Are you supposed to live in Hawaii? (laughs) See now we can tell where your mind is. I said that for the benefit, I'm sure, of somebody watching from Hawaii right now. (laughs) Praise the Lord. God says, "Come to Cedar Rapids." No. (laughs) I got a word (laughs) about uh, February. I usually think it's the other way around. How about you? Yes, Yes, for sure. No, I don't think that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying we 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 wish, right? But really, we want the plan more than we want Hawaii's weather. Yeah. Okay, I'll I get off of that, but, but this plan, that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the appointed course that we're to run, right? Now, um, Ephesians 5, this is a scripture I was going to look at and gave you the wrong reference. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, look carefully then, this is the Amplified classic, look carefully then how you walk. Tell your neighbor we're getting somewhere. Live purposefully, worthily, and what's the next word? Accurately. Accurately. You might say, accurately according to what? Okay, keep on reading. Not as unwise and witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people. Intelligent to what? Making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be vague, thoughtless, or foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what? What the will of the Lord is. That's what we're to live accurately to. That's what we're to be thoughtful about. That's what we're to be, uh, notice he said, we're not to be vague about. We're we're to be, we're not to be vague. In other words, somebody said, what's God's plan for your life? Oh, I don't know. That's pretty vague. Right? We're supposed to be accurate. And listen, the Holy Ghost will give you the details yes, he will. Come on. of God's plan for your life yes. to where you're spot on, spot on. Yes. Amen. It's possible for us to be spot on. Yes. Spot on requires spot on thinking. Yes. It requires the renewing, renewing of the mind. Remember it says in Romans 12 "Being be not conformed to this world, be transformed, transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good... good Acceptable and what? Over here's good, over here's acceptable, there's perfect. Next service, everybody will be sitting over here, right? Good, acceptable, perfect, what? Will, 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 will. Will. The will of God is known according to how renewed our mind is. Renewed from, from the uh, renewed to the Word and renewed number two to the to the witness and the leading of the Spirit. How good of a student we are of the guide on the inside, because the Word gives the generality will of God and the and the Holy Ghost gives the specifics. He fills in the blanks. Yes, that's so good. Praise the Lord! It is good. Miss Leanne, tell everybody else it's wonderful preaching. All right, now you know the plan by degree. In other words. The Word of God says you can know it better than you know it today. Yes. Amen. The better you know it, the more, you, more closely you walk in the light of it and, and, and agree with the plan of God, uh, the more of the glory you're going to walk in, according to 1 Corinthians 2, 7. Yes. The more of the good life you're going to yes. walk in, the more life will be exactly as he intended it to be. Yes. No, no turmoil, no struggle. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. Things working. Yes. Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise God! doesn't mean you won't have any tests or trials. It's just that it's a different deal to have tests and trials in the will of God than it is to have them out of the will of God. Or to be inaccurate in the will of God. Amen. Praise God. We're preaching good tonight. All right. Ephesians 5.15 says, it uses this in the King James, it uses the word circumspectly. Now, I used to just always kind of glaze over that and, and go past that and just thought it meant uh, crucifying the flesh crucify the flesh, and certainly there's an element of it in it, but it's really not exactly what it means. If you look up the word circumspectly, it means the preciseness and exactness that comes through careful and rigorous, diligent study and effort. It means to achieve excellence or become a master at something. Oh, my, 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 my. In most places in the New Testament, it's translated more excellent knowledge. Or more perfect knowledge. In other words, you can know the will of God by degrees. Some Christians, they believe in salvation, but they don't believe in, in divine healing or anything else. They're going to not walk in the perfect will of God.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because they don't receive that part of the plan of redemption. But it's not just about that. How about the course? The Remember the Bible said, run with patience. The race is set before you. How many of you know you, know, you can be more accurate on that race? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you can. And yes, we are. Yeah. And next year we'll be even more accurate on that race. Yeah. Because we're seeking this and we're going to be more precise and exact through careful and rigorous study and effort. Like yeah. circumspectly means. <laughs> Amen. And so... Um, 1 Corinthians 9.26 says, So run I not as uncertainly, and so fight I not as one that beats the air. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not to be, you know, he said we don't run uncertainly. That means without direction or without aim. Right. Right. You know what I'm talking about? It means uh, you're, you're kind of missing the mark. Right. Right. Um, Paul said, I don't do that. Why? Because he was a man of the word and a man that listened to the witness of the spirit within his spirit. We're going to get to something in a moment. Can you wait till we get there? And so you, you and I live accurate according to how good of a student of the word we are and how good of a student of the teacher on the inside. The guide on the inside. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Now, that, that can be greatly, greatly, in that, let's put it this way, your accuracy according to the witness of the Spirit on the inside, can be greatly enhanced by maintaining a good prayer life. All right. amen. Not having times where you're quiet and your mind is shut down and you're listening to down in here rather than the busyness of your mind up here is going to affect your accuracy. It's going to affect your accuracy. Can you say amen? amen. Now, um, the Spirit's ministry in your spirit... Is to guide you into all truth. Isn't that what the Bible says? Um, he, so he wants you to know what is the truth of his will. As well as the truth of his word, we understand. But his word is his will. So it's the spirit ministry to make you know that. Both specifically and generally. I've had times where he's taken me through whole chapters. I know he did it with me with 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. He's done it with me in that chapter a number of times. taking me through that whole chapter and talked to me and explained it to me. And I thought when I was done, my goodness, I had no idea what that said. But now I can fully understand what that's yeah. saying. Yeah, that's him guiding me yes. into the truth of the Word of God. Yes. And he'll do that for you. And teach you the word, but he'll also teach you the course you're to race, the the, 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 the course you're to uh, take, the race you're to run. You know what I mean? And so um, another term for the uh, will of God is the mind of God. Or it's also called in the New Testament, the wisdom of God. The wisest thing you ever did was find God's plan and start to walk in it why is this thing it's going to be the best thing you ever did for your health yeah, come on. best thing you ever did for your marriage yes, come best on. thing you ever did for your future your next generation yeah. that comes after you come best on. thing you ever did for your finances
1: yeah,
0: come on. Amen. 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 amen amen am I amen. am I speaking in French they're not saying amen too much maybe <laughs> Good. Come on. Yeah. Amen. Amen. best thing best thing yeah. best thing. Yeah. Best thing. It's, it's, you get in a situation, let's put it this way, a pickle. Anybody ever got in a pickle? You get yourself in a pickle, the best thing you can do, the best way to apply your faith is to get the mind of God concerning what you need to do right now. Best thing. Somebody said, I need to believe God for my health back. Well, believe God for the wisdom to know the direction you're to take to get out of that. amen. And your health will yes. will return yes. speedily.
1: Yes, that's
0: good. Amen. Because there's more to the, the, the things that we talk about are ours, health and so forth. There's more to that than just believing I receive. That works a whole lot better. Believing you receive works a whole lot better in the plan of God. We got to get to some things. Tell your neighbor we're getting there. And so, uh, another term is the mind of Christ. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 16. It says, we have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is not in your mind until your spirit illuminates your mind. The mind of Christ is communicated to your spirit through the Holy Spirit. You're a spirit being, right? And the Holy Spirit bears witness with your spirit. And this is where a lot of Christians get mixed up. So we're going to spend some time on this. If you can, if you can stay with me a little bit. And then we're going to practice some of this. Because, um, you know, we're talking about prayer. Do you remember 1 Corinthians 14, 2? If we pray in tongues, 1 Corinthians 14, 2 says, He that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not in men, nor unto God, but no man understands him. Howbeit, in the Spirit, in the Spirit, he's doing what? Speaking what? Mysteries. You ever ask yourself the question, what would that include? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things it has to include, yeah. has to include, yeah. is the future.
1: Yes. Amen. That's one
0: of you and mine's my biggest mysteries. Right. Yeah. Come on. What's going to happen next week?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. But do you know, and, and, and what is the will of God? Where am I going to be five years from now? It's a mystery. To, to our minds, it's a mystery. Yes. Right? Well, somebody said, that scares me. I don't know what's coming. I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know what's going to be happening in the world around me. That scares me, not me, because I got the one on the inside who will guide me right through anything that comes. And if I'm listening to him, he'll prepare me ahead of time because he has prepared things ahead of time. And if I listen to him, he'll prepare me for what's prepared for me. (laughs) tell you, if we do this right, we're set. Untouchable. Really untouchable. Praise the Lord. So, but we speak when we pray in tongues, we're speaking mysteries. Well, that's why the devil fights you when you pray in tongues so much. And your own mind will fight you. Your own mind's not the devil, but both of them will gang up on you. I mean, you start praying in tongues, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, 14, when you speak in an unknown tongue, uh, you speak, uh, you speak, your, your, your spirit prayeth, yes. but your understanding is unfruitful. Yeah. Now, your understanding is your mind. So yes. when you pray in tongues, you're not praying out of your mind. That's right. That's right. You're not praying out of your intellect. Right. Right. So your intellect's up there going, I don't know what's going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's bouncing off the walls. Look right. at the lights. at the lights. I'm hungry. I, there's a there's a yeah. chicken wing in the refrigerator. I saw in there. It's just it's just thinking about all kinds of, Well, when I get done praying here, I got to go do this and I got to do that. Yeah, yeah. And and your mind will just start just start because it's that, that verse says 1 Corinthians 14:14. 14, 14, it's unfruitful. Right. It didn't say fruity. We're not going to say that. <laughs> but if you don't get a hold of it, it'll be it'll be fruity. It's unfruitful, yes. meaning it has no idea what you're, what you're right. praying and what you're saying in tongues, because when you speak in tongues, you're speaking your spirit yes. by the Holy Spirit within you is praying, bypassing the mind. Yes. So your, your mouth, yes. what you're saying is hooked up to your spirit. Yes. I've heard testimonies of people who were in, uh, uh they had had a stroke and couldn't talk, uh-huh. but they could speak in tongues. You know why? Because they're not talking out. In tongues, they're not talking out of their mind. They're talking out of their spirits. Praise
1: God. Praise God. Wow. Come on. Yeah. I've heard a number of
0: testimonies like that. Praise God. Jerry Seville was one of them. I don't know if you heard about his testimony. Uh, but uh, when you speak in tongues, you're bypassing the mind. Well, since you're bypassing the mind, the mind going, I don't know what's happening right now. I'm bored. But, uh, you know, and, and it's just trying to grab onto something grab on to something it can understand. Yeah,
1: come on.
0: Because it's used to being in control. Do right. you know your mind's used yeah. to being in control?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Boy, when you go to unhook it, uh, unhook your, your mouth yeah. and, and what you're going to do for the next hour, yeah. unhook it from your mind, your mind fusses with that. Yeah. 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 So, so that's, and, and then the devil will jump on that. Because he doesn't know what you're saying. And it's still, it's, 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 he, it has his disadvantage that he doesn't know what you're saying. Because you're praying out the plan of God. And he doesn't want you praying out the plan of God. Because mysteries prayed out bring revelation. And if you get the revelation of God's plan, then his heyday's over. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So... Um, the spirit's ministry is to reveal that and one way he'll have he'll he'll lead you into getting greater knowledge of it is having you pray in other tongues. Yes. Pray more in other tongues. Yes. When you're at a place in life yes. that you need direction, yeah. do much praying in other tongues. Yes. But when you're praying in other tongues, yeah. don't keep don't let your mind stay busy. Right right yes yes. Because what you're praying in other tongues, your spirit by the help of the Holy Spirit Praying it out, fellowshipping together over it, and your spirit is actually receiving the knowledge of what God's will is. Your spirit knows things your mind doesn't know yet. But God wants that to float up out of your spirit to your mind. And so when it floats up, if your mind is busy on many other things... When it comes up to your spirit to enlighten your, uh, I mean, your, when it comes up to your mind, to, out of your spirit to enlighten your mind, yeah. then your mind won't have any channels open, oh, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been here a number of times. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, so it, it can't enlighten your mind. Right? I like the way Pastor Nancy described it. She said, if you have your hands full, here's two purses, this is called really full. If you got your hands full yeah. and somebody tries to hand you something, it's like, sorry, my hands are full. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the way it is. That's the way it is when your your mind is full. Yeah. Yeah. You're praying in other tongues yeah. and whatever's down here is trying to come up and enlighten your mind, yeah. but your mind's already full. Right. Right. You got one mm-hmm. one one channel on the yeah. kids, one channel on what you got to do after this, yeah. one channel on how hungry you are, yeah. and you're thinking about what you got to do in the next day, yeah. Yeah. Somebody said, that's all right, isn't it? Well, if you're driving, yeah. But not, not if you really want to get the mind of God. It's okay to speak in tongues driving. You edify yourself. But really, there's times you need to be able to be able to just get quiet and shut everything else out and find out what's coming up out of your spirit. Woo, glory be to God. Talking about how to get direction in prayer. So, um, the natural mind, 1 Corinthians 2 says, the natural mind, I'm trying to remember the verse, 14 maybe. The natural mind doesn't receive the things of the Spirit of God. Yeah. No, it says the natural man. If you look up the word uh, natural, it's soul. It's the soul man. The man governed by his soul. Amen. So, the man who is, is ruled by his mind and intellect and his soul won't receive the things of the Spirit of God. Somebody said, that's talking about those people out there. Well, it could be talking about a man that's born again. Yes. But his spirit's not ruling him. His yes. mind is yes. ruling him. Yes. So, because, I don't know if you ever read thought about it, but the Bible talks about the outward man and the inward man. Yes. Yes. Praise God, there's more than one man in you. Yes. <laughs> well, that sounds funny. But there's more. Your, your makeup is of yes. more than one part of your being. Yes. And you can live out of different parts of your being. And whenever you're living out of the soul, that man won't receive the things of the Spirit of God. Does that make any sense? And now, whenever uh, your spirit receives things from the Spirit of God, it's, it's going to try to come up and enlighten your mind. If, for chance, it does enlighten your mind, and you get it finally pick it up in your mind what the Spirit of God is having you pray out, It doesn't enlighten your mind for your mind to to change it. You realize that your mind wants, there's things that's going to come up to your mind that your mind's not going to understand. I've been walking through this for the last year. So my mind keeps trying to grapple with it. That's the mistake. Don't, don't, don't entertain it with your mind. I've had people ask me, what are you going to do? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? And I say, I, I, I haven't really thought about it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> because if you start thinking about it, you can formulate a whole plan out of your mind without any direction of the Holy Ghost. And you're missing the plan of God yes. because you ran it through your mind. Or let me put it this way. You ran it through the meat grinder of your thought life. Anytime you run something through a meat grinder, it comes out in a different form than it went in.
1: Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah.
0: Your mind will chew it up, break it down, take it apart. Isn't that what a meat grinder does? Your mind will do that. It, it, your mind's like a meat grinder. Yeah, yeah. What comes up out of your spirit? Well, I don't understand that. Well, that, that can't mean that. That's got to mean something else. We'll, 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 and and we'll, we'll figure it out later. We'll do, we won't do it that way. We'll do it this way. Uh-oh, uh-oh, come on. And it chewed it up and altered, say that word altered, the original thing that God actually said. Amen. Why? All because your mind couldn't figure it out. Boy, have I ever done that? No, I'm not doing it anymore. Amen. I'm t- preaching to somebody, getting some help tonight. <clears throat> Tell your neighbor your mind is a meat grinder. <laughs> Amen. It'll chew it up, tear it apart, and destroy it. It really won't look anything like God originally said, yeah. what, what God originally said. <clears throat> Amen. I'm talking about your mind, uh, your, your analysis. Yeah. You know, I keep getting it in my spirit, and I, and I say it, and my mind's go, how are you going to do that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I'm just going to say it to you, too. We're going to pay for that airplane yes. cash. Yes. 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 That's right. Cash. Yes. 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 Every time I bring that up to the meat grinder.
1: Come on. Understandable. Come on. You
0: know what I'm talking about? It goes, chum, chum, chum. It starts Come on. tearing that apart. Yeah. Changing the form. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yes. Come on. But I'm just saying my, I say, I bypass my mind when I say that. Oh, yeah. Dr. Jerry Savelle down in Coralville ministered that to me. He said, "You're believing God for an aircraft." Yeah. I said, "Yes, sir." Yes, sir. Yeah. He said, "Father, you who gave me 10 aircraft in the last 50 years with debt-free." He said, "Do it for him." Yeah. Yeah, I said, I receive that. Yes. No, it's not a toy to fly around and act like a big wig. It's to get the job done. We gotta yeah, come on. it's an anointing protector. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Miss Ann said that when, last Wednesday night. You said that, I guess. And uh, Matt Slaymaker got a hold of that. He came up to me. I'm not trying to embarrass you because I know you're a man. But uh, he came up to me with tears in his eyes. He said, I'm with you now. Ann said it's an anointing protector. That's my assignment. I'm with you. I'm with you. I got it. He said, Pastor, I got it. He said, I don't know if you got it, but I got it. No, he didn't say that. But, but, but you could tell he got it. He got the airplane. But see, that didn't that, his, his meat grinder didn't figure that out. The Holy Ghost put that on the inside of him. <laughs> oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, praise God. Getting the plan out of your spirit is what we're talking about. Now, answers are found by turning towards him. That's what you're doing whenever you... We've got to wrap this up here. When you pray... You are turning towards the one who has the answers. Um, you know as well as I do, you can get up in the morning and turn towards your iPhone and what emails came in overnight. Oh, did I just nail somebody? No, oh, I just nailed myself sometimes. Turn towards, f- fig- okay, I'm thinking about this right now. To- or you can, as soon as you wake up, turn your attention towards heaven. Turn your attention toward the one living on the inside of you. Begin to worship Him. And, and a lot of times, because many times your mind is very quiet yeah. when you first wake up. Yeah. A lot of times all of a sudden right there is something that's, oh, I see that. And you can just go right and because you turned. You turned. And that's what we're talking about when we talk about prayer. We're talking about you turning towards God. And the Holy Spirit waits until you turn. Because... He, he is a gentleman. He won't push what he knows off on people who aren't interested. Didn't say you don't love God, but if you're not interested in the plan of God, he'll not bother you with it. Now, that doesn't mean you won't stand before the Lord and give an account for it. Because we will, right? But we've got to turn toward him. He waits to give his input until we turn. Amen? Amen. And turning includes, turning is done with your heart. Yes. we got to say some things. Can you, can you hold on just a little bit more? Turning is done with your heart. Turning is not done by turning towards the mind. The
1: mind. That's right. That's
0: right. Now, if you have trouble dividing between, what, I, what do you mean, Pastor, when you talk about your mind and your heart? Well, the way you're going to locate your spirit, which is not your mind. The Bible says your spirit, soul, and body, three-part being. Your spirit is separate from the soul, which includes the mind. Uh, Your spirit is not up here on the on your shoulders. Your spirit is is out of your belly Jesus said will flow rivers It's it's a different part of your being. It's the core of your being It's the part of you that will live forever and that will go to be with God Whenever you die you go be with God that part and so whenever you fellowship with the Holy Ghost or you're praying in the spirit you're getting that out of here and You need to learn to pray long enough And whenever you go to pray, turn from here to down here. And if you don't know where down here you're looking for, pray in other tongues. And look for where that's coming from. Because it's not coming from up here. Right? right. Right? So look from where that's coming from. And if you still don't know where it is, keep on praying in tongues until this gets quiet and you become more conscious of where that's coming from. As soon as you're conscious of where that's coming from, now you've found your heart. Now you've found found where everything God says to you comes to. And if you can locate that, you can succeed in life. Yes, Yes, you can. Because you can get the mind of God on every decision you're making. Some of you are not quite sure you can handle this much. That's what prayer is. It's turning. Amen. You have to quiet your mind. And so, uh, because your, your, your answers don't come from your mind, they come to God, to, from the Spirit of God to your spirit. Yes, they'll come up to enlighten your mind, but they don't come from out here to enlighten your mind. They come from up inside to enlighten your mind. In fact, it'll float up just like, a, just, like a, just like a bubble sometimes. Sometimes I've had it float up, and as soon as it gets about here, I burst into laughter. And whenever I'm laughing, I see what I'm to do. Amen. It's like a glory bubble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> glory gets all over you. If I had some people that had some interested, look, interested looks on their face, I would enjoy this more. But I'm, I'm going to keep on going. <clears throat> there are plenty of people interested. Just some people just, just counting the lights. You'll be struggling the next time yep, I see you. Yep. Come on. But I'm still here to help you. Yes, sir. So, 1 Corinthians 14, 14, we, out of our spirits is where we're praying. Amen. Amen. But you've got to quiet the mind when you yes. pray in the spirit. Yes. Can I just finish this up? <clears throat> um, where you're in a situation where you need direction, you need to know something, know that God already has a plan. Yes. We could take much more time to f- establish that from the Word, but I think you see it from the Word. God's already got a plan. And that need arising does not mean uh, he's now busy fixing that. He saw it before it even came up. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 It might have been news to you that you had a big need come up, but yeah. it wasn't news to That's God. Right.
1: That's
0: right. He's already got the answer prepared. He, made it, he prepared that from the foundation of the world. So when you, So that changes your whole approach to prayer. You're not approaching prayer or approaching God. God, do something. You getting this? You're approaching Him with the knowledge He's already done something. He's already got a plan. He saw this before you even knew. Before you were a twinkle in your mama's eye, God saw this day. He saw this need. He prepared for it. He got everything ready. He even had a plan. He prepared a plan. So when you approach him in prayer, now you're not desperate. You're not frantic trying to get him to do something. Now you're approaching him like, uh, he's, got, he's got something that he's already planned. My job now is to not not uh, try to get him to do something. My plan, my, my, my prayer time is not trying to get him to work on this now. My prayer time is to find out what he's already done. What, what's he? What's he? What's the spirit speaking to me about doing? Because as I do that, it'll just it'll just work. I'll get to the other side of this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And while I'm praying, listen to this very carefully. While I'm praying, I'm not praying while my mind is busy figuring out a plan. Nope. 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 While I'm praying, my mind is not figuring out what to do. You need to understand this. Your mind needs to be turned toward your spirit and find out what is coming up out of your spirit. Amen. And and whenever you have a need, some, some needs bring, some needs the very uh, announcement of the need, the very delivery of the letter in the mail, <laughs> whatever. Uh, whatever, however it comes, some needs come with a lot of pressure, anxiety. I mean, they try to bring that to you. I'm not saying you're going to take it, but they bring that to you. That's what Satan, that Satan does that in order to lock you, lock your mind onto thinking about it. He tries to uh, overwhelm you with anxiety about it. He tries to alarm your senses with it. He tries to get you to panic, which holds you in your mind. That's the very opposite. That's why he brings that, to hold you in your mind. Your job is to disconnect from your mind because your job is not to struggle through this while God is working this out. No, he's already worked this out. There is no struggle. There's just simply finding the plan, finding what's in the mind of God. As soon as you find it, you know what to do. You do it and it's fixed. Come on, amen. Whoo, glory be to God. So you're not trying to get God to, you know, provide the money or, or fix the situation or show you, you know, or, or do something. You just want to get the mind of God, what he's already done. When you're praying, you're releasing your faith, inviting God, the knowledge of what God has already done to, to uh, come to you. Amen. He's already worked something out ahead of time. That's one, of the biggest, that's one of the biggest things, the, one of the best things for you to b- learn to believe is that he's already been ahead of this. Yes. Yes. I've had people say to me, I don't know if that's <laughs> true, well, it just seems like I'm in this situation. It seems like God's nowhere around. I said, that's because he he's already into tomorrow, fixing tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah,
0: God. He's been here already. Yeah. He's already worked this out. Hallelujah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Hallelujah. When you approach it that way, it just removes all the struggle. Yeah. Amen. Oh, got to hear from God. No, that's, that, that's, that's getting over in your mind too. Quiet this and draw up from down in your spirit. Hallelujah. Thank God. Can you, can you say amen to all that? Stand up with me. Let's do some praying in tongues before we go. Hallelujah. Do you know when you as a family have a baby? Well, Okay, here we got Juan, Susanna. They're getting ready to have a baby. What an illustration. Let me, without even having asked them in advance, let me ask him publicly. Uh, Have you prepared anything? Absolutely. Crib? All of it. Diapers? Yes. Anything else? All kinds of stuff, right? Everything rearranged. Why? Yeah, the whole house. (laughs) The whole house. They don't have a bedroom anymore. They don't got anything anymore. (laughs) No, why? Because... You're, you're, because parents have that in them from God. They get ready ahead of time for the baby that's coming. Well, do you think God's a good father? Does he care for you? Out of his care for you, he's prepared everything. See, that's hard for us to comprehend because our minds are finite. We don't know everything, but God knows everything. Amen. <laughs> And out of that infinite knowledge, He knew everything you would need, every every dollar you'll ever need, every all the direction you'll ever, all the comfort you'll ever need, all the wisdom you'll ever need. He's already got it all prepared. Now our job is to tap into it. Praise the Lord, and you and I can do that. You say I don't. I've always struggled with shutting down my mind. Well, you can you can get good at it. It takes practice. You won't learn to do it overnight. You understand? But 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 what better time to start than right now? Amen. Praise the Lord. I said, Praise the Lord. You can develop the habit of turning your mind off and looking down into your spirit. Praise the